Yo, what's going on, everybody? Kopuzi here. It is Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. 3 p.m. in New Vienna, Iowa. Hopefully, you guys are doing well. I see we got a whole bunch of people already here in the live stream. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Matthew Bowling, who writes, I'm new here, been watching the streams when the video comes out because when he does it, or me, when I do it, I'm always at work, but he finally made it to one. How is everyone? I'm doing great. How are you, Matthew? Glad to have you here. We've got Martha here, JC, Ed Bud's here as well. What's going on, Ed? Uh, Freddie Polito, Nathan Ann, Jody Runs. Um, good to see everybody. Ines Dunbar is here as well. Stevie76 says, yo, what's going on? It is a nice and balmy day here in Iowa. This morning was just absolutely beautiful weather. Um, it was like the same temperature indoors as it was outdoors. So really, really nice day for a run. Um, now it's starting to warm up, it's starting to warm up quite a bit. Uh, we have like, it looks like what I would call Simpsons clouds in the sky. Like, you know, like the beginning intro to Simpsons, the cartoon. Uh, that's what it looks like outside now. And it's starting to get a little bit warmer. But other than that, I mean, just beautiful weather today. Uh, on my run today, I have like uh, good, good news, I guess. I think it's good news. It wasn't anything that I wasn't sure of. But I ran by the place where I found those two dogs, the two farm dogs. There, I think they were siblings. Um, I ran by that place again today, and uh, they both came out to greet me again. But they kept their distance, and neither of them elected to follow me today. I think maybe they had learned their lesson. <laughs> um, that uh, just, let, just bark at that guy, and he'll keep going. So the dogs did find their way home, so that was fine. Uh, well, I mean, I assume they found their way home. I don't think that, I hope that no one had to like go out and look for them. But they found their, their, they were at their home today and they stayed home today. So the dogs are fine. Dogs are fine. Uh, my mom's here coming in from New Jersey. Pangsu is here saying, what's up, everyone? Uh, Kiefer Vacation, Cameron McBride, Mark Chancoco. Awesome. Uh, Martha says, I haven't watched today's Kofuzi video yet. Can't wait. Yeah, so today I put together all my short shorts that I, and I, I mean, I have my tights and then the rest of the shorts are five inches or under, which I know five inches isn't a short, short, but it kind of is for some people. So, um, and the ones that I looked at today, those are, they seem like they're less than five inches, especially when they get wet. So I put them all in the short, short category and it was funny. Um, as I was filming some of the B-roll for that, um, I filmed, like, there's a regular The Running B-roll, but then there was additional B-roll of me in the short shorts, and I don't want to spoil it for you, Martha, but uh, not that it's a big spoiler. But um, so I, 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 like, you know, uh, put on all the clothes, a little bit of fashion show kind of thing, because I was reviewing shorts. And normally with shorts, they're hard because, like, it's hard to film, like, your torso when you're running uh, from, like, a, uh, you know, a GoPro and a stick perspective. Um, and so it's also hard to shoot B-roll because they're bigger than shoes. So like my normal setup, like it just doesn't fit on there. So like, I was like, oh, I'll model the, the shorts this time. And, um, my, uh, the, <laughs> the girls were playing. My wife was sitting in a, like a lawn chair watching the girls playing in that little kiddie pool that they have. And my father-in-law were outside. And like, I think they were like watching me. Like I was coming into the house, changing my shorts and I was only wearing the shorts and no shirt. So I was like, ah, you know what? We're talking about short shorts. Let's go shirtless. Um, so I did that, and they, like, watched me um, do that. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm making a video about shorts. And then um, I showed my, – my wife walked in also then later as I was making the thumbnail for today's video. 
And she's like, what is happening? I don't even know what your channel is about anymore. <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, Ricardo Katagiri says, hi, I hope you had a good weekend. I'm falling behind on my grit challenge schedule. Might need to do several doubles. All right. I mean, I say, uh, you know, don't try to catch it all up at once. You know, gradually catch up like right at the end. I'd say do it that way. So no, at no one point you're overloading yourself. Oski talking about the short says, Oski501 says, unfortunately, Corsa doesn't have those two and one short shorts in the five inch. Maybe they'll see your vid and sell more. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. They come in like a couple of the weird colors. I'm not a huge fan of the colors that that short comes in. And I don't think that the product photos like really explain how many good pockets there are. But yeah, that'd be a bummer. I'll tell, I'll, I'll let them know that like, hey, guys, you guys should make more of these shorts. Um, <laughs> Martha says, Kofuzi, now you've got me really worked up. <laughs> Edward says the thumbnail is epic. Yeah, I was just like, how can I make this like as least flattering as possible to do a short shorts video? I was like, that's what I'm going for. Uh, Kevin McBride says, no short shorts, disrespect allowed. I feel like you guys, this this area here, no short shorts, disrespect allowed, definitely is, could be a motto. Um, if anything, you guys have been enabling and encouraging me to go with the short shorts. So I feel like this definitely, I feel like it's a safe space. <laughs> um, Kiefer Vacation says, you should have dubbed right said, but I'm too sexy over the video. Uh, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but I, I had fun with it. I mean, you know. I've always felt like distance running is, um, I mean, runners were always the weird athletes for me growing up in high school and, and even in college of the athletes, the runners are the weird ones and the distance runners are the even weirder ones. So I'm like, you know, like to borrow a phrase from Austin, you know, keep, keep distance running weird. So yeah. Um, JB Scott says we wear short shorts. I mean, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was trying to invoke with the, um, with the title for today's video as well. So, um, um, Luis Becerra says, yo, what's going on? Kofuzi, just tell your wife YouTube is sponsoring the video. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, she knows what, I mean, she knows that I make the videos and I have a lot of fun with it. And sometimes the topics get a little bit goofy. Um, so uh, I think she just wasn't ready, like making like breakfast in the morning and I was sitting at the kitchen table with that going on. That maybe caught her by surprise a little bit. <laughs> um, Bridgemaster X said, I weighed myself before and after a 14 mile run, lost three and a half pounds, converts to 1.6 liters, more than he, uh, he thought, and it was only 60 degrees. That's a lot of pounds to lose during, I mean, a 14 mile run isn't an, any kind of joke, but three and a half pounds sounds like a lot. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Bud says, uh, going back to the short shorts, all shorts are short shorts for his giraffe legs. That, that's pretty funny. Um, Kiefer Vacation says, you know what's weird is I have no problem rocking short shorts, but I can't bring myself to run shirtless. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I think it, everyone has their thing. Um, I usually don't run shirtless unless it's nighttime out. And mostly that's because I just don't want to have all that um, sun on my back. Um, I'm not that flexible, so I can't like reach behind me to like put sunscreen on properly. And so like, I just want to keep, keep the back covered. Um, I got my mom some arm sleeves so that way uh, not to like uh for like keeping yourself warm but for uh for running in the sun so you don't have to put as much sunscreen on and i just got a set for my father-in-law too because he tends to forget to put it on uh, forget he kind of a lot of the times just intentionally doesn't put it on and uh you know he's out working in his in his uh wood shop and um 
sometimes it gets pretty sunny or if he's out like helping take care of the yard and stuff. Um, so I got some of those. So I've been thinking about, well, should I try some arm sleeves again? Cause I just, I'm worried about like sun damage. I, but like my, the worst part would be the shoulders. I could like my, sh my skin is getting like speckled, not freckled, but like it's getting like darker, um, in like splotchy areas. And I feel like that's, I feel like that's sun damage. So I'm getting a little bit nervous about it. Um, Bub Tub says, just in my longest run since the 2004 Chicago Half Marathon when I wore short shorts. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, since 2004 Chicago Marathon. That's great. That's great. Breaking the streak. Awesome. Um, Steve says, I was looking very 80s slash 90s on my run today. Lime green singlet, short shorts, flip belt that looked like bum bag fanny pack. Uh, white cap matching white gooder glasses as an endorphin speed. That's a look. That's a look. That could be like a Halloween. That could be like a... That could be like a triathlon Halloween costume, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, you can tell um, a lot of times when people picked up running by like the types of clothes. Because when you get those like, um, like the very like neon-y colors, that's like 90s to me in terms of running clothes. And then like in the 2000s, it got to be very like uh like uh like milder in terms of colors at least for the women it got to be like very like salmon peach pastel light yellows um and then the shorts with like the uh, like the accent color trim like like they were split shorts i think something like that so like that you could tell like if they wear a lot of those like you could tell like when did they start running and bought like a bunch of stuff at once um but yeah steve right on with like the 80s 90s with that look <laughs> Uh, Stevie 76, you will be assimilated into short shorts. I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. If they could, I cut out from the video, like, I wish there were a way to like, I mean, I mentioned like, I, I, I need a place to put a gel or two. Um, although it's not a huge deal, I guess if I, it's so the point where I need a gel, I probably need a foot belt, but, um, like, uh, Jake Riley sews on little elastic bands to his waistbands of his two inch shorts so he could tuck a gel into like a little waistband so like or like a little piece of elastic and i'd like to do that um martha has the opposite problem of ed bud she says uh, i'm the opposite five three so short shorts aren't as short as they claim to be on her <laughs> that's funny jason van says hey i had a question about recommendation for beginner running shoes any ideas for running 5ks four times a week uh, I mean, for beginner running shoes, um, I would, I usually steer people towards like the daily trainer shoes because they're versatile. They're good for a lot of things. And a lot of times people, when they're getting into running, tend to use their running shoes for other activities too, like gym, treadmill, uh, like group fitness kind of thing. So I like shoes like Pegasus 37, the Beacon 2, I think the Clifton 6, or if, depending if you're in England, you can get the Beacon 3. Um, the Clifton six, uh, Kinvara 11. I think all of those that are like in the daily trainer category, I think those would be really good choices. Matthew Bowling says coming from playing water polo, short shorts are way more cover. So no hate here. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I, what I think is interesting is that, um, men don't ever run in speedos. Not that I'm looking for that or wanting it, but I just think that it's like a, a very, um, weird legacy that only women run in them. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, but like in other sports, like in swimming, it's normal diving. It's normal. Um, but just, it's just in men's running where only the women wear, wear those. 
Uh, all right. Rasta B says, Tracksmith Short Shorts has three pockets for keys and gels. Uh, you know what? I ordered a pair of, I don't think I ordered a pair of the short shorts. I ordered a pair of their half tights. And they came, they arrived like two days after we left Chicago for the summer. And so like they're sitting, hopefully they're still sitting uh, in the package receiving room of the building. And it's just like, oh, I really wish I had those because I bought a singlet and a half tights and neither of those are cheap. They're really expensive. And so um, not really expensive, but they're expensive. Um, and I was hoping to have them in time, but they didn't come in time right now. Brandon Cam says, guys, Triumph 17 is $50 right now. Brandon, you're going to need to share a link for, for that with everybody because that is a ridiculous price. That's crazy. Um, man. Uh, Freddie Paluta says, talk about running mask. Um, well, I could talk about running masks. Um, so the I don't really feel like I need to wear them out here in Iowa where uh, the cases are still pretty low, even though we're hitting a big uptick in them. I think a lot of that uh, has to do with the fact that um, there is more testing available now. So now we have confirmed cases where I think the policy here in this state beforehand was if it's not a confirmed case, it doesn't count. Even if like your doctor's like, don't even bother coming in to get tested because you have it, it's presumed. I think that they were only counting cases. That's my suspicion in this state. Um, so there are more confirmed cases now. Uh, it's on the rise, but still nothing near like what it was like in Chicago. And for the most part, I never see another person on my runs. If I do, it's very easy to stay very socially distant. But I am going to do an FKT attempt on the Heritage Trail, which is not that wide. It's like the, the width of like one lane of a road. And that can get pretty well trafficked. It's very... Um, you, uh, it's a very popular running trail in the area. And so I haven't been bringing a mask with me when I've run on it the last two times. I think I need to start doing that. And I've been thinking that for the FKT attempt because I'll be running from Dyersville all the way to Dubuque, which is a, the closest big city to the, in the area. I think there will be a lot more people there. And so um, I'll probably wear the ones that I like to run in. I like running in gaiters um, because they're easy on off. I run with them all winter long and they're, they're fine for on up and down, um, but they make you real hot in the back of the neck. So I also like running in masks. I think the best ones for running are two kinds. The one that have like a little pinchy part that have a little bit of structure in the front. Um, Cause then it stays on your face a little bit better, but it also creates a little bit of a gap in like air uh, over your face. So that way it's like the airflow is a little bit better in terms of like, there's nothing like, on your face um, or like like pressing against your nose or mouth um, the other ones that i like are the ones that are made out of like stretchy material kind of like dry fit uh type or like a tech material um, those probably are the least protective from a virus standpoint but it's a mask covering that i think will serve a lot of the physical barrier properties that we're looking for when we're talking about um, non-medical grade masks um, and they're easier to breathe through and they're a little bit stretchy and you could just pop them on and take them off. So I, I like those. Um, if I have to wear a mask for a long time, I like the kind that you go over your head. And so there's two kinds. There's like the ones that you wear like over your ears and you put them on like this. And the other kind that wrap over your head this way. If I have to wear it for a long time, I like it that way. Um, Cause then it's also easy for pull down, pull up. Um, 
So those are the different kinds of ways I like to do it. But if it's something where, like on the FKT attempt, I just want to have a mask on me just in case, and I could put pop it on and off, um, then I like the ones that go over here. So those are my thoughts on running with a mask. Um, let's see. Um, Carl Coatsy says, uh, do you have any running specific spectacles? And if so, what would you recommend? I don't, I don't run with my glasses. So I run with contacts. So I, um, I have really terrible eyesight. And so like, it's just the lenses, even if I get like special, like thinner lenses, they're still pretty heavy. So it just becomes a real problem. I also have a very wide face. And so most glasses tend to not really fit me all that great to begin with, add sweat to the mix, and then it just gets super frustrating. So I don't really like to run with glasses. So I don't know which ones would be good for that. Um, Chrissy L says, I got a neck gaiter for a mission. You can soak it or wet it and it stays cool for a good bit of time. Cool, I like that. Um, Bub Tub says, Triumph 18 has a leaner collar, so maybe much cooler. Yeah, I mean, I like the, um, I like, yeah, it's not quite as thick, I think. Um, Shannon says, hi guys. Hi Shannon. She says, how many ounces do you plan on carrying in your vest for the FKT? I'm going to just bring two, two quarts. I'm going to fill it. Well, although I have to preview kind of some videos that are coming up, I ordered a couple more vests to try some new ones out. And I think that they're I think one is a two liter bladder and one is a one and a half liter bladder. And so like, I'm just trying to get as minimal as I can. I just don't need so much stuff. I'm not going up a mountain. I'm not going on a trek. I just need to be able to support myself for like four hours and maybe, you know, hopefully about four hours is what I'm shooting for. Um, so, uh, yeah, but somewhere between one and a half and two liters, I would estimate, I'm thinking like, you know, I want like, uh, about 12 ounces per hour. So like if I had 48 ounces or what's that? Like um, a quart and a half, I think that'll be a good amount. And I'll probably bring, uh, you know, four or five gels. So I think that'll probably be enough. Uh, overkill if anything, but I also like, I just feel like that 12 ounces an hour estimate, I might need 15, 17, you know, ounces towards that like last hour, last two hours. So uh, it gives me some, some uh, cushion to work with. I'm just not used to running that long. I've only run that long once before. Um, and I don't remember how much liquid I brought with me on that day. Hmm. That's a mistake. Why don't I remember that? Huh. Um, Shannon says, saw the video post on IG yesterday with the camo two inch. Do you think you're becoming a convert or still prefer the perks of tights? I like the perks of tights quite a bit. Um, I think that for like, you know, I think that there is a, a place for the two inch short. It definitely has a place in my rotation. On any really hot day, yeah, I'm gonna go with the two inch short. I think I like it. Um, I think if I'm gonna try to go real fast, I'd probably wear a two inch short as well. I think if it were a marathon, let's say if it was a really hot marathon, I think I might still go with I would probably go with the half tight because if it's a marathon course, I can get hydration on the course, but I still need to carry the gel somehow. And then I could carry, then I wouldn't have to have a foot belt, you know? So I think, I think I'd have to kind of like, you know, weigh some pros and cons and, and think about it. Um, 
Will W says, also running with the Grit X here, really enjoying it. Also love the Polar ecosystem. That's cool. I mean, I it, it has me, that's what I, I like about it. I don't frequently look at my data, um, so I don't often dive into like the Polar flow. But when I do want to look at it, it, it like it lets me look at things in the way that I want really easily. The one thing I do wish I were more intuitive were with was like, let's say I want to look at the last 20 days, or let's say I want to look at like a 10 day span. I can do that, but like I always have to like dig and refine out how to do that. I don't know why. Um, Shannon says 32 ounces for the 50K. JB Scott says 72 ounces per four hours. Well, that sounds, that's like a big variance. Um, oh, Shannon says I brought 32 ounces for my 50K. Oh, that's a good memory. I don't, I don't even remember that. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think if I bring two quarts, that's 64 ounces. I think I'll be all right on that because I'm going to go real early. And um, a lot of that's going to be tree covered. So that should help out too. Um, J. Mike Remy says, short shorts, all pros, no cons. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> he loves the short shorts. Um, Shannon says, I can't wait for the best reviews. I have similar needs and I've never worn one. Thanks for your response. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think that, like, yeah, I don't need, like, a jacket. I don't need a place for, like, walking, like, the running poles, the sticks, the, the collapsible things, you know. Um, I don't need all that. I just need to be able to hold enough water to run while. You know, so um, Edbutt says, uh, responding to Jazzy about the 17, it was a bit warm. Michael will concur, I think, quite a plus shoe. Yeah, the Triumph 17 was warm. Triumph 18 uh, is still a warm shoe, but it's like I'm willing to overlook it because I like it so much. Um, MC1796, good to see you, says, um, do you still listen to podcasts or audiobooks when trying to run a PR or do you listen to music? What kind of music, if so? Um, if it's a workout, I will listen to music. Um, if it's just a regular run, uh, I will usually listen to uh, an audiobook or a podcast. These days, it's been a lot of audiobooks. Um, what kind of music? Usually stuff that's a little bit more intense. Um whether it's very hard rock or very hard rap is usually the two categories. I usually don't listen to too much dance, techno, like electronic music. There's some of it in there. Um, when it's in that category, it's kind of like in the epic like genre. Um, so I kind of like, I like stuff that's like melodramatic. So that's kind of what I listen to. Um, Jody Run says, you could always hide some uh, bottles along the way if running out and, out and back so you don't have to carry all the way. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. And so on the FKT website, they have a couple of different like categories of what type of run it was. There's an unsupported run, there's a self-supported run, and then there's a supported run. I think there might be even a third, a fourth category, like if you have someone running with like pacing you. And so... Um, if I plant my own stuff along the route, which I could easily do, that would be self-supported. Um, but if I don't plant anything, then I can categorize it as unsupported. And so I was like, ah, oh, let's just go for unsupported. It'll make it easier for me to plan in terms of logistics anyway, too. Um, Pippin is here from Runner's Talk. He says, hi, Mike. Thanks a lot for subscribe. Keep on running. Awesome. Good to see you. Um... Martha says, New Balance makes some short 
short tights I'm considering, Core Impact Run Bike Shorts, which not only have a zip back pocket, but a phone size, a size pocket, and transparent mesh. Well, that sounds nice. That sounds like a best of both of many worlds. Uh, I know Shannon says she has, the, what are they, three-inch short, like, like short tights, something like that, which I'm like, again, that's something that they make for women and not for men. I'm like, I might try that if they made it for men. I think that it would make for a very fun thumbnail when I reviewed those shorts or those tights, but you know, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, JB Scott says, I love the Nike seven inch, but they're expensive. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there is a Nike haptite that is not expensive. It's like 40 bucks. Um, it's more of like a generic haptite. I think they intend it as an underlayer and it's in, it's in that category of like, am I supposed to wear that as like underneath my shorts? So if I just wear the tights, am I wearing underwear out or are they tights that you can just run in? And so it's like in that category, but there's no pockets whatsoever, which is why I'm like, I don't, I think this is run underwear. I don't think this is tights, but they're like 40 bucks. I, I don't, I don't think I ha I don't think I ever bought those. Um, but I, every, cause every time I would go to look for them, I'd be like, oh, they're out, they're out of stock. I remember, um, it was right when, uh, Kipchoge did the first breaking two attempt. Um, that's when like Nike half tights went from, they're just always available and they can't like sell them at all to like, they were just out of stock for a long time. Uh, same thing when, uh, with arm sleeves because of him. Like they went from like, ah, oh, this is something that like baseball players wear and sometimes golfers wear them to like, oh, you can't buy them anywhere. Um, yeah. Um, MC1796 says, damn, you got to make a Kofuzi Run Club Spotify playlist. I think there is a Spotify playlist. I made one a long time ago and I haven't updated it in probably a couple of years. It needs some updating, but I've been listening to Apple Music. Um, and then there's one that's called Kabuzi Run Club there. So look for it. I think that it's there. Yeah. Uh, Rainrunner says it's still there. He thinks. I'm not sure. Uh, Matt Legrand here says, I would definitely drop water bottles along the way. Save those couple of pounds. Yeah, I mean, is it worth it to get the, the unsupported, like, badge, I guess, you know? Because um, then it would be nice to just be able to, like, pick stuff up as I'm running and then... But then I got to go back and, well, then I got to spend time to drop them off. And then I got to spend time to pick them up. And that's just a lot of time. I'm lazy, I guess. Um, Stevie76 says, I've seen runners wearing kilts at marathons. Well, I suppose you could probably fit a lot of stuff underneath them, right? So you could still have like, or if you're wearing a traditional kilt, don't they have the little pocket up front? Is it in the front or kind of off center? Like you could put all sorts of gels in there and your keys. And your phone, super, super functional. <laughs> Edgar says, where is the beer? I don't have any beer today, um, but I probably will go have some in a little bit. It's a really nice day out. I'm gonna go sit in the lawn, um, watch the kids play in the kiddie pool, that kind of thing. Um, Cameron McBride says, the Nike Aerosmith tights and the newish Reggie lined half tights from Tracksmith are both legit. Yeah, the Aeroswift tights are really nice. Those are pretty expensive, but they are really nice. Um, I think I have the Reggie lined half tights. That's the one that um, uh, Mario Fraioli talks about all the time. I think that's the one that I bought because he just, he raves about them. Or it's the same, 
uh, ad that he reads. It just sounds like every episode he's raving about these shorts. But um, those are, I think, the ones that I bought. Uh, Rishab Arya says, did you buy Olympic Vaporfly? No, I didn't. I'm going to pass on that shoe. Um, Jazzy says, three-inch tight's not good when over 60 years old. Well, I mean, if you're in a shape where you could put on three-inch tights, I feel like you should go for it especially if you're over 60 years old. Um, Edgar says, how much did you pay for that shirt? I don't know. I just got it off of the Teespring, uh, on like the merch shelf underneath the videos um, from Seth. So that's that's how I got it. Um, Matt Legrand says, seems like it would be self-supported if you drop one on the way out while running, no extra trips. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it would be. But I, um, oh, so you mean like if I carried like a six pack of water bottles and like along the way, like dropped or a three pack or something, um, but it's not going to be an out and back. It's going to be a one way. So that's why it like, um, like stopping along, like dropping things off along the course would get kind of annoying. And there aren't that many access points to it. There's maybe like five along the route, which I guess that'd be enough. That'd be more than enough. But anyway, um, yeah, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, self-supported would be if you drop it, if you have, if you stash stuff for yourself. Unsupported is if you carry on your person all your stuff. Um, <laughs> Martha says, "There's a little purse thing for wearing with kilts," and asks Innes Dunbar to enlighten us. Maybe he will. Uh, Innes says, "Us Scots don't wear anything under our kilt. No way I would run in mine." <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Daniel Hernandez says, "Should I buy the Apple Watch Five or wait for the 6? Uh, I would say if you're going to use it for running, I don't, I'm not sure what's coming with the six. I've kind of lost interest in the Apple watch a little bit. I will gain interest in the Apple watch when it becomes round and I don't think it's ever going to become round. And so I just don't, I mean, I've actually, I do have the Apple watch with me and I was just thinking about it today. Maybe I should charge that thing up and I could listen to my audiobooks on that. Cause then it's just that I don't have to carry the phone, which would then make two inch shorts easier to run in. You know, so I was thinking about it, um, but I feel like if you're doing an audiobook, you can get away with like the. I feel like the Apple Watch Three makes a lot of like the budget running watches very hard sells because the Apple Watch Three still does a lot of stuff. Um, if you want to listen to like stream music from Apple Music or listen to podcasts and stream them, then you have to have a cellular connection as well, which mine still does, and I I'm still paying for it. I've been paying for it for like a long time. So like, I was like, ah, might as well bust that out, carry one less thing along with me. I used to still carry the phone with me all the time and run with it all the time because I was like, I'm run commuting. So I had all my stuff. But if I'm just running from home or from home base here, then I maybe I'll switch. And I was like, ah, I'll just wear Apple Watch on this side and the watch that I like on this side so I could still have both, you know? So I'll just treat this one as like a wearable phone. So I've been thinking about that. Um, but I have Apple Watch 4, I think. I don't even remember. I think it's Apple Watch 4. Um, I think Apple Watch 4 Nike Plus is the one that I have. Um, so I'm I'm behind on it. I'm behind. Um, Yusuf Lowry says, hello from Oman. What's going on? Awesome. Uh, let's see. Someone asking me a question about weights. Just missed it. Uh, Max Palsy says, do you train weights? I don't. Um, I don't like weights. Um, 
it seems to me like I'm, I think I'm old enough where it's like everything that I learned to do with weights is now considered uh, really bad for you. So um, I just am a little bit cautious about weights. I feel like I'm just going to hurt myself at this point. Um, what I would like to work, I, what I perennially constantly always wish I were doing more of is more of like mobility and that kind of strength training. Stuff that's body weight, um, uh, but working on like flexibility. So I got to get back into my little leg routine where that I felt like I was doing some of that stuff. So kind of like plyometrics or isometrics. I never really understood the difference between the two, but I like that. I like body weight stuff, um, but I don't really like weights. Uh, Will W says, I just end up running with my Nathan's vest, even though it's a bit heavy, it carries everything I need. Yeah, I have a Nathan vest too. I have the Vaporcar 4, the first version of it. Or maybe it was the second. I think it's the first version of it. But um, it just got big for me somehow. Like I think I was bigger when I bought it and then I trimmed down a little bit. And now no matter what I do, I can't cinch it tight. And when I do, it loosens up. So I think it just got like the, the cinching mechanisms all got too worn out. And so I, that's when I switched to the um, Camelback Zephyr. And I've been running with that one. And that one's been treating me really well, although that one has not been that great for front bobbles. I got real chafed up real bad. And so now I'm like, all right, well, I've been using it in the back and the hyd hydration bladder in the back. Let's see what else I can try. So I've been trying some other things. And yeah, it's overkill for most of the runs where I put it on. But I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I'm with you. I hear you. Um, Stevie76 says, you should jump in the kiddie pool. I probably will because it's hot. Yesterday, it was really hot as well. And my daughter was like, Daddy, are you going to jump in it? And I was like, no. And she was like, she was really disappointed. I felt really bad about it. Um, and I don't know why I just didn't jump in it. It's one of those weird dad moments where you're like, I could have just said, never mind, I'll jump in. But I, never, I didn't want to. Um, so today, I'll jump in there. I'll get in there. Um, let's see. <laughs> Shannon says, I'd plan on drinking heavily with a kilt. No, but no running. Yeah, you know what I would love to see is one of those, uh, what do they call them, something-something games where uh, they got the big tree trunk or, like, the big, like, log, and you run with it and you try to, like, throw it really far. And then there's the other one where you, like, throw the keg and you, like, throw it, like, over your head. I, I don't know if that's if that's if I'm like mixing cultures here, but I thought that's where they wear kilts and play and do those games, but those look amazing. And I just love to watch that all day. That's something that I would like. Yeah. That's the kind of sports that I want to watch right now. Um, Yusuf Lowry says any tips on running with a mask? Um, I would say find one that has good material, uh, to run with. We talked about it a little bit earlier today. Um, but I like the ones that are a little bit more breathable or a neck gaiter, um, stuff that's like a neck gaiter that's designed for running. Um, is meant to be run over your face, where worn over your face while running. So it's kind of like designed for it. So those are like some two options that I would look for. For running, I like the ones that go over the ear because uh, then you could take it on and off easily. But if you know you're going to wear the mask the entire time, I like the ones that go over your head this way. Um, and then comes the mask. So a couple of different ways. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, Ines Dunbar says, it's called Tossing the Caber. Yes. I, I want to, like, I've seen it on TV. I want to go to a place and experience the day 
of that that happens because I feel like there's much more to the experience than watching the tossing of the caber. There's got to be more to it than that. I just feel like that's a fun day, and I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Highland Games, Chris Yao says. Yes, that's what I've heard. Um, Oski501 says it's 114 in Las Vegas, which just sounds absolutely ridiculous. Someone was telling me yesterday that it was 115 in Phoenix, which was a record, and it's going to be 117, which will be – no, not a record for 115, but it was our first 115-degree day. And then there's going to be 117 later, which would have been a record, I think. I don't, I'm not sure. That's just ins- the, the number. Though at that point, the numbers don't even make sense. It's like when you read stories about uh, Badwater or what, what are those other crazy like 200 mile runs with, when you're running through like Death Valley during the day, um, and you're like, those numbers aren't right. That's imaginary. That doesn't even make sense. Like once you get over 110, I'm like, I give up. My mind can't compute that. Um, Steve, he's like, how about a race where you carry your wife over your shoulders? I think this part of the country is where that's very, very common. Uh, I think it's very popular in the Wisconsin and Minnesota areas, which those are two, uh, adjacent States to Iowa. I think it's, uh, that's like the part of the country that has those. Um, that would be fun. I don't think my wife would want to do it, but I I would have a lot of fun with it. Um, Sody Mock says, didn't someone run the Moab 240 drinking 75 beers? That just sounds crazy. I don't even believe that. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. Because once you're running the Moab, like once you're running that race, like any ludicrousness that you could put on top of that is like, yeah, why not? Of course. Um, Yusef Laurie, I think coming from Oman, says it's 122 over there. Whoa, God. Goodness, that's crazy hot. Um, Arnold Allen says, you know, once it gets over a hundred, it just feels all the same. I suppose, I suppose, uh, Carlos has, has never experienced a hundred degree weather. I mean, it's not that bad, um, but it's not something I want to run in. I'll tell you that. Um, Yonten Rapke says, I have an injure one, my inner thigh that leads to knee pain. Do you know what's wrong with my leg? I'm afraid I don't. Um, inner thigh that leads to knee pain i'm not sure i would probably consult with the physician on that one or a physical therapist or an orthopedist or something like that lewis m says late to the show hope everyone's having a good sunday we, i think we are it's been fun in here today uh, shannon says kofuzi do you think since you don't even do strength training that the big rotation of your shoes and retiring the 100 miles has helped keep you healthy um, I think that that helps out in terms of keeping my knees happy, but in terms of like other injuries, I'm not so sure that's what it does. Uh, although it could be a little bit with the, the, the variances in the heel drop, it just, you know, activating and working on different parts of your, uh, calves and tendons. So in that sense, it might help. Um, but I think just having relatively gradually gotten up to higher mileage i think is what i would like to attribute it to that's what makes sense to me um i think though that like if i would like to be able to get more of that kind of mobility and like uh other kind of strength training work in before i really get to my next like marathon block where i'm going to put in a lot of work and high miles because i feel like um 
you know, by the time I get to the end of a marathon training block, I'm just like, oh, I'm riding that real fine line between like performance and injury. So like, I don't really want to like, um, I, I don't want to run that risk. So I do think I need, I'm at the point where I need to start focusing on that a little bit more. Um, all right. Carlos Seja says he came back from an eight mile long run today. Very cool. Um, Daniel Hernandez says, are the custom insoles from Roadrunner Sports worth dropping the $80 for them? I, I think that's going to be a pretty personal decision. For me, I don't think so. Um, I Because I like shoes how they are. And for someone that likes to review the shoes, I think then putting the insole in them, you know, muddles the nature of the shoe. So I, I, I tend to... I tend to avoid them unless I feel like I'm having a hard time running in the shoe and it needs something to like rescue it. Then I'll put the insoles in there. Um, but like, I don't have a problem running in the shoes that I have. And so, um, I don't feel the need for the insoles, but I know there's a lot of people that are out there that are like, you know, all the, like they'll go to a running store, they'll get on the treadmill, they'll get like the video camera and the machine will like suggest five or six different pairs of shoes and they might take home five, six pairs of shoes and run in all of them for a while and none of them would work. Cause I just feel like some people, I mean, feet are such a variable thing and there's some people have a hard time with it. I think people like that's an extreme. I think people like that definitely could use an insole and I think that will help like kind of normalize their experience or make it so that it's easier for them to find a shoe that they can run in. Not to say that they're not normal. I meant normalized in terms of like, give them more consistent results, good results in terms of new shoes. Um, and I think people that are kind of like, I really like this shoe, it's really worked for me, but I find that, you know, after a while, it starts to bother me in a certain way. I think that those people might think about getting those insoles as well. I just, I, I think they're great. I don't need them. And I don't, I don't think most people need them. Uh, Lewis M says, I appreciated the short shorts video. Well, thanks for, thanks for watching it. I had fun making it. Um, all right. It looks like everyone's starting to take off and I got to get going soon too. But so I'll, I'll end this, uh, with, with Martha's comment here. She says, I bought minimal Spence insoles for the Hoka Rincon because I heard the paper thin insoles in them peel away. But then the mint sole went flat before that happened. Uh, Spenko. Yeah, people really like the Spenko ones. Um, I don't think I've ever tried those. Um, but yeah, people have been having some issues with longevity in the Rincon. Some people are like, yeah, I've got 400 miles in mine. And other people are like, yeah, like 150 miles, mine went flat. And so I think there's been a weird amount of variability there. Um, but yeah, I think the other thing that I was remembering today is that um, in 2019, New Balance had a real big problem with their insoles coming out. Like the Beacon 2, the 890 V7, I think those were the two that it happened to me where I would just run and no matter what I did, one of the insoles would get to the point where if I kept running, it would have just slipped all the way out. Like I would stop in the middle of the run and half the insole would be sticking out the back of the shoe. Um, so I feel like if there's weird things going on with insoles too, then that's another place where you can use it. But I don't know. It just seems like I don't, uh, one of the guys that I work with, he puts insoles in his, but I think he see, he's doing that with the direction of his orthopedist. And so I think that's, another kind of person that it would really help so but i'm also kind of like thinking of like 
are insoles kind of like the stability shoes or like a like a, a, an offshoot or an iteration of stability shoe like looking for a solution or like trying to solve the problem of like it hurts when i run when like the solution to that would just be like keep running as your body strengthens itself over the miles those problems will like correct themselves as your body your musculoskeletal system gets like more in tune with what you're trying to do um so i don't know i'm, I'm not convinced on aftermarket insoles they do work for some people but i think that they're kind of like not prescribed but they're over recommended maybe we'll see all right well i think we'll end it there for today thanks everybody for tuning in hopefully you guys are having a beautiful sunday afternoon or evening or i guess monday morning depending on where you are uh, and enjoy time with family and friends if you can do that safely. Um, I have a video tomorrow about a new shoe, 890 version 8. I ran in those this morning. Uh, so that'll be tomorrow morning's video. And then we'll do Monday mukbang in the afternoon. So same time as today. Hopefully I'll see you guys then. In the meantime, hope you guys are staying safe on your runs. Thanks, everybody.